Blog Talk Radio. All money in, no money out shit. Let's get it. Fuck staying humble, I'ma stay hungry. Fuck being broke, I love getting money. Fly crib forever on some fly shit. I was born broke, but nigga, I'ma die rich. I shoot three, NBA live shit. Two, two, threes, I'm really with the nonsense. About to cash out and go and blow a bag. Jumped out the beamer, hopped into a jack. Find me in the front, find me in the ass. It's Thursday, so I'm watching out for crash. And I ain't stunning on my daddy, but I promised myself I'd be nothing like my daddy. I came up and I still come around. Never changed up, nigga, and I run my town. Back then, they ain't know me, but they know me now. Got a bad bitch with me, cause she hold me down. Fucking hand out, I get it on my own. Niggas telling I do dirt off on my lawn. Niggas faking, acting like they was my home. All of a sudden, bitches love me, cause I'm on. Fucking hand out, I get it on my own. Niggas telling I do dirt off on my lawn. Niggas faking, acting like they was my home. All of a sudden, bitches love me, cause I'm on. My bitches hella bad, my weed is hella potent My backwoods is fat, this OG I be smoking I like to drive fast, so all my cars is foreign I ballin' and try to stick me, but can't stop me from scoring Nigga, 81 shots in your face like Kobe I'ma fuckin' run and snap, and you gon' turn me to the old me Yeah, I'm coming at these fuckin' rappers like they owe me We plotting politics at round tables like it's all three Fuckin' hand out, I did it on my own I do dirt, I buy my lonely, these niggas know that I'm on I'm tryna stay in my zone, bitch, blowin' up my phone I got six words, bitch, leave me the fuck alone I'm gone, loved by many, only hated by a chosen few So I let them hate, and keep doing what I'm supposed to do Loved by many, only hated by a chosen few So I let them hate, and keep doing what I'm supposed to do Fuckin' hand out, I get it on my own Niggas telling I do dirt off on my lawn. Niggas faking, acting like they was my home. All of a sudden, bitches love me cause I'm on. Fuck a hand out, I get it on my own. Niggas telling I do dirt off on my lawn. Niggas faking, acting like they was my home. All of a sudden, bitches love me cause I'm on. And that's all, folks. All money in, no money out. Jay Stone. Technical difficulties going on. Hope y'all can hear me out there, man. What's up? What's up? It's your boy Illustrator, aka Ill Reaper, aka Slap Your Favorite Rapper. You chilling on First Fan West Radio? Throw your dubs up. 
Hope everybody's feeling all right. Everybody in good spirits. Nope. But it's Monday. Everybody hate Monday. I ain't gonna lie. I hate Monday too. Because you gotta go to work. You gotta get your ass up and go to work. Get your money. And you just came off that wild weekend, long weekend maybe. Well, this in this case, it was only a regular weekend. But we don't know what y'all was out there doing. We don't know what y'all be up into. So whatever you're doing, make sure that you are safe. And we know that we are in this so-called, quote-unquote, pandemic, pandemic, some people call it. But uh, make sure y'all got y'all masks on. You know, wash your hands, sanitizing. You know, that's what you got to do. Shit crazy now because I had this discussion a while back when this shit first started. I was uh, hollering at the home. I was like, the dating scene is going to be totally different now. Now you can't just go run up to a girl and be like, hey, what's up? She come around, she got that mask on, you like, oh shit. You don't know what to think, right? Now it's not only asking them where they are, where they from, who they live. All that now you gotta get a whole test. You gotta she gotta come with the COVID test. You gotta he he he, he gotta come with this COVID test right now. He gotta be like, yo, I got the COVID, I know what's up. Don't got the COVID. These are the, 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 the uh, things that you got to do, right? It's crazy. But uh, if you are on live with me with Facebook or you happen to pass by and you see what the title is, if you out there, everybody out there all over the world broadcasting, we're broadcasting live, you know? Yes. Um... I decided to do a show because, you know, I had this on my mind. I was thinking about it. And um, I was like, yeah, let me get, let me see if I can get some callers, get some people to call up, see what they think about it. But in the title, this is Tap In With Your Folks, Episode 4, BLM, Black Lives Matter, right? Pound Black Lives Matter. But do Black Lives Matter to Black people? And we got a call or two. The reason why I asked that is because in the midst of all this stuff that was going on, all you saw was Black Lives Matter, right? And sure enough, this is nothing against what happened to the brother, um, George Floyd, and the other people who have been hurt and affected by police brutality. Um, The whole Black Lives Matter... Um, came up before George Floyd. You know, if y'all remember some years back when it first came out. You know, let's go to this call and see what it do. 314 is good. Can you hear me? What's up? What's up? What's up? I got, I got a, a serious question I need to ask. Hey, my name is Miss, it's Pianchi. I'm calling from the Midwest. How are you today? How you doing? I'm doing good. And you said your name again, sir? What's your name again, sir? P-I-A-N-K-I. Yeah. Okay. Now, on this question, I'm doing fine. On this question, 
Mm-hmm. It depends on how you look at it. And you know, Black Lives Matter, BLM is a name brand. When you see it on right, the right. NBA floors and on the walls of competition and stadiums, they pay for that advertising. That's, and they probably paying from from the donation they've been getting from companies who turn around getting it back through that way. But right. that's okay. Now, <clears throat> yeah. I think... Huh, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead, brother. Go ahead. I think what the problem is is that people don't want to come to terms with. And it's simple. That all, quote-unquote, blacks are not the same. Okay, right, right. So when people are saying... When people are making references <clears throat> to us and we, when they're talking about black, it need to be a little bit more descriptive to say, well, some, rather than giving a general, a general indication that they're talking about all. Because you got conservative well, blacks. And they're conservative because of this economic and social status. Right, right. And if, okay, if you can, this is where it gets good. If you conservative, I don't know your name, <clears throat> and I'm liberal, you are not going to support the things that I support because they go against your values and interests. Right. Just like I think LGBTQ got uh, started talking about boycotting. The Salvation Army Because of Its staunch Position Based on biblical Against homosexuality Right Right And like Um, That one baker who said he refused To make a cake Showing two images on top And that being same sex male And male as the bride And groom you follow what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, now, the conservative blacks are, you know, uh, I would guess, yeah, conservative blacks, but so, and they feel in like they're in a different um, economic status or bracket. So, do the fact that I'm not knowing, I don't know if you're conservative or liberal, I'm just hypothetically asking the question and maybe you have came across well I'm conservative conservative okay so being Mm -hmm. conservative do do a conservative black is it any uh, issues that the liberals have that the conservatives either may in the middle have the same uh, reference for or just totally don't agree with nothing that the liberals are uh, uh, talking. Well, let about. me ask you. Let me let me ask you. Now I want I, I voted for Donald Trump. I voted for him because of his issues. Let me ask you the question. What's your stance on school choice with vouchers? With vouchers? Yes. Um. Are you ta- are you talking about you talking about um. Uh, immigrants coming in and, and able to go to school with the vouchers. Is that what you're talking about? No. 
I'm not talking about that. School okay. choice is when a parent has the right to put their child where they think is best for their child and go along with their long-term education, plans, right. and goals. And when they move their child, the money where their child is, especially if it's a public institution, public school, follows that child the where their parents want to put them. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess with me, because you know, I you know, I have kids myself. I, I I prefer my kid to be going to a school that I know that's going to be the right curriculum, that's going to make sure that she gets the uh, right education. Not just that, but the environment is safe. You know, those those are the issues for me. All all the yeah. But do you support really school? Do you support school choice as I described it? Um. Uh, I, I guess I, 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 it all depends. Yeah, I guess it depends. I'm in the middle when it comes to certain issues. Do you have the money to put your child in a school where you're paying fifteen and twenty thousand dollars a year for no, education? Yeah, private school. Okay. No. Well, yeah. So that means that school choice would benefit you if you want to put your right. child in a school that has a specific professional direction. It could mm-hmm. be STEM. Engineering. It could be emergency medical services. It could be aviation. Right. The fields that's in high demand is paying high wages and salary. Right. So liberals don't want that. They want all the kids to stay in one position, one place, especially in NAACP. But when you look at the success of black kids in these schools, they're failing terribly. Then when they go on to higher education, they either are overrepresented in low-paying majors. Well, if you're overrepresented in low-paying majors, then how can you have the discussion on the wage and wealth, or should I say income and wealth disparity? You follow what I'm saying? I I feel you on that. Um, I mean, see, that's why that's why I put this question out there because, like I say, with the whole the, like the, with the whole BLM or it's um it's 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 pretty much a, a cliche saying or whatnot. It's a, it's a used as a marketing tool, um, but I do understand what it stands for. I just. The question that I was asking the people is... Those Black Lives Matter are all black. Yeah, but not not in a sense of, okay, I'm black, so the, it's more of, okay, you can scream Black Lives Matter. You know, the things that happen to these brothers and sisters and things that happen around the world, you can scream that. But at the same time, when I look into the neighborhoods and when the smokes go down, when the smoke clear and everything died down and we go into a new new season or whatever, is black lives still matter or is it just a saying, a hashtag of the, you know, just something to say to put to be I a, think it's a, something a, to say. A, you know And I'm gonna tell you and, why. And the reason, I mean 
before you get to your, your uh, statement, the reason why the reason why I did ask that two questions is because of uh, a lot of the things that uh, uh, that go, occur in our uh, neighborhoods from just our own people, and this is not yeah. me. And just for the audience, just the audience out there, it's not me to point the finger and say that all black people are like it because that's not true. Uh, we know that's not true. We'll be silly to think that all black people and not other races do the same thing, you know. Um, but, of course, ours is a uh, uh, catapult. It's put out there in the forefront. So I'm asking if black lives do matter, do it, is it just something to say, okay, we want to protest, we want to protest, you know, unjust, unjust. Are we just fighting for the police brutality, or we're we fighting for the Black Lives Matter? Well, let me comment on let me so comment we, on those real quick. <laughs> and I'm saying this: as far as the police brutality is concerned, there's no one national police department across the nation. The White right. House, Donald Trump, John F. Kennedy, Lyndon B. Johnson, or Barack Obama. Don't control local police. Would you agree? Right. Yeah, I agree. There's over 18,000 police authorities across the country. And no, all 18,000 is going to go along with defunding the police or police reform. And there's nothing right. these other, I mean, the federal government can't make them do that because states, the states are sovereign countries. You look when you right. say the United States, you're talking about fifty different countries coming together. Now you know who has the power over the police? It's the local community. Mm-hmm. In Ferguson, mm-hmm. blacks made up sixty seven percent of the population. Sixty seven percent of the population is black. They had control of the police. So if the police wasn't operating the way that they wanted them to or perceived to be then why didn't they change it? Right. Now, you know why they didn't change it? Didn't. You know why they didn't change it? Because the ones mm-hmm. that go vote were satisfied with the way the police was acting. Because they wanted tough right. policing. Mm-hmm. Well, do, will you agree that the, the, the police that's in these uh, states and cities do you believe that they need some type of um uh I don't want to I know that they're using this word reform but I understand that it's not meaning just okay we're about to take funding from police like that so but uh do you feel that these police need uh psychological tests need uh retraining or you know uh evaluations you know um I well, know, like, that's up to military. Yeah, I understand. I understand what you're saying, but let's go. Let's let's back up a little bit. That's still mm-hmm. up to the employers, which are the people right, right, of right. that community. Right, right. That's that's now, their that's response. So it's, there's no way you can address no, no. all that. It, it's eighteen thousand of them. Well. But to see, I understand that, and I, and I don't and see me. My thing, I don't expect the president and, like you say, the government to go into these different states and start uh, controlling or trying their best to try to see out the problems within these uh, uh, different communities. 
and it is up to the the governor, the, the mayor, and the people that run those individual states. You know, um, but I'm 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 just asking because I'm from I'm I'm out of California, and you know. Well, man, you out there where everything goes down. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of stuff goes down out here, so I can't be like, okay, well, I'm a you know I'm not against it, but in, in a way. I'm I'm more like I had this conversation with my uncle. Now my uncle, he's done. He did time in prison, and he's done over forty years in prison. Now him forty I, years. We had, yeah, we had a conversation about this, and I was like, "What do you feel about this whole defunding and how they screaming this in the, in the news and all?" And he was like, "You know, I'm gonna be honest. I'm, I I want uh, police protection in the neighborhoods, of course." But I do think that the police do need an evaluation, a reevaluation. They need to, and like you said, the pro, the president, none of these different um, uh, uh, people in charge can't be in charge of these different states. So that was the the, the, the question: Do you feel that the police do need this uh, this uh, shaking up or reevaluation of the forces? Well, whatever the community. Think that's needed. That's what they need to do. Now, let me say something that Donald Trump did that I had proposed in a white paper after Mike Brown. I said that there needs to be a national registry for when a police officer agrees the civil rights of a U.S. citizen so that when he or she goes to another municipality to seek employment that that municipality can pull up his record, here's a, his or her record, before they employ them. Because when they employ them, they take on the liability of that person's actions, which in part can be dictated by past actions. Right. That's it's true. like a pedophile or a child abuser or a rapist. When they move into a community, they have to register, right? Right, right. Yeah, so the same thing should be with police. And I give you an example. In Ohio and Cleveland with Tamir Rice, the police officer that shot and killed at 12 years old, where he came from, the police chief said that he should not have been hired, being that they had had problems with him where he came from. Well, nobody knew. And see, it's one thing to have the power over your police. It's another thing when you take action and hold them accountable and put things in place that's going to protect not only the liability of the community, but also give assurance to the people in the community that their employees will respect them according to the law. Right. Now, I I feel that like you said, they need to put these things in place, and they need thorough checks of these um, officers, you know. And I, I feel that psychological tests should be uh, implemented even more because just like a person who goes to war, a soldier goes to war, he comes back, he, he's, he's going through post-traumatic stress. He's going through, you know, issues of dealing with that, right? So, and and, and the, um you'll want to evaluate this person if that person is to take a a, a, a job or a different position. Absolutely. For the position. 
And one other thing. One other thing. We can't throw all this onus on the police when you have people in the community that don't have respect for authority. Respect for authority starts in the home. Right. Respect for authority is acted out in the home. It's act out in the school. Then it's act out in the public. Mm-hmm. And when you have students in school that's not obeying and respecting the teachers and the authority in the school, where you have some that fight teachers, slap them, and all that stuff. But when you get out into the public, if a person of authority gives you an order to do something, then you're supposed to do it. And if you have problems with that, there's a due process procedure of how you can address you participating in those orders if you think they were wrong. Right. Now you can't hold I, court I, I, on the streets. Now I see I see some of that happening, but I mean we we talking long standing and um like you know, I've been on this earth for over forty years and um I've been assaulted, I've been harassed, I've been um uh incarcerated at a young like a teenage age. But um I I I've, I've never was a person that was out there in the neighborhood just uh, purposely trying to go against the police. I have seen police act out of character or do or is or from what my eyes have seen that seems like that is their character. Because from mm-hmm. a young person, I'm talking when I was when I was young coming in. When I was young coming in. And, and always being confronted by police was never nice until I got a little older. I've, I've, I've heard Ice Cube had a song back in the day where he was saying, um, "When you're young, police, you know, a fear of us. When they, when they, when you get older, it kind of like a, it's more of a different uh, outlook on the older black man. You know, depending on who they is or whatever, or how they perceive it. I. I understand that there are black people or people of color or minorities or other people, but we're just speaking on black people that go against the grain or do what they're not supposed to be doing when it comes to police. If you're committing a crime, I expect the police to do their job. I don't expect if a po- if a suspect is running and you can't and he's behind and he's running from you, I don't expect you to shoot him down in the streets. You know, but those things have happened, and 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 if what you're saying should be implemented even more, that person should be held accountable. Now, but you got to know the laws feel, too. Yeah, yeah, you do. Have you to have to know the, know the laws. You know, the police have the right to shoot a fleeing felon because that's what they if say. a if a fleeing felon runs and turns a corner mm-hmm. and grabs a bystander. And put a gun up their head, and when the police turn the call and he say, "Get away, I must kill him." Now yeah. that person who's got the gun upside their head has a claim against that department for letting that fleeing felon 
get to the point where they've done that. You know, a long time ago, back in the 30s, there was a case where a fleeing felon went up into a school and killed kids. You don't hear about right. that. But that's the law. And, you know, what's a fleeing I, felon? When you're in contact with the police, what makes it what makes it all all of a sudden go to where you're a felon? If you fight one, a lot of times if you run, if you run, if you if you're not, no, if you're not running, off. but if you or, if you fight one, if you fight a police, well, yeah, if you yeah, strike you a police, a, that's you, felonious. You strike a police. But huh? I mean, a lot of times, a lot of times because. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to stop you on that. On that end, a lot of times, a lot of these police, and and it's just from my my experience, not other people's, and it's a lot of people out there that got their own experiences, where you had to look. I had one cop out of all the cops that I've dealt with in my time that that showed respect, and he even told me, he told me, he said, brother, and he wasn't even black, but he was still my brother. He said. He said, "Don't look at." He said, "Don't look at the picture like you know, like we all we all subscribe to the same you know, we all subscribe to the same thing you know, uh, uh, teaching mm-hmm. uh, ideology." And because we had a conversation, I, and at the time I was a security guard, so me being a, a security guard, of course, you know, we don't you know we don't have the same respect as far as police or whatever. But it was a time when I needed the police to come through and all that. Um. And I told him, I said, for me, I respect police until they they show otherwise. That's just how you gotta be. Now, I'm like, and like with me, answer that question of the the whole Black Lives Matter to Black people is. You know, I had a conversation with a relative, and I was saying that there's so many people in a neighborhood that kill each other people, they kill each other, some of them, you know, because the, the numbers is not what they say, but they are high. But you have people who are killing our own people, but then you have people scream Black Lives Matter. And I and, and my, my thing is, does it just matter because it's police brutality? And, well, that's the way the news push it. Yeah, yeah, that's the way the news put, just, push it. That's the way the news so, push it, and you got some loud voices in the community that push it that way too. Right, but like I would not, I'm not going to sit up. That's what I'm saying. I'm not going to, I'm not going to sit and say that all police are bad, but there are a, there is a good enough amount of police out there that's doing things that they shouldn't be doing, and my whole thing is. Because I mean, when I was, uh, I, I, mean, I knew two police officers. One was a transit cop. And one was an actual uh, detective, and um, the the we had we had deep conversations, and a lot of and I so I say it's a dangerous job, and I, they made they 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 had me understand okay these are some of the reasons why we go through what we go through what we deal with what we dealing with you know what I'm saying and you know how we see certain things you know your life is on the line you out there every day. You don't know. Let me ask you a question. If the police turn you around and put handcuffs on you, or put you up against mm-hmm. the wall, and you don't like the way you put you up against the wall, what you gonna do? You gonna let them go ahead and put the handcuffs on? Then you file a complaint later. You gonna try to fight them there on the street? 
I mean, I would probably try to put the the pro uh, put a uh, complaint in, but I mean, well, that's what you're supposed I've to do. Put the complaint in. Yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. But see, a lot of times people don't even get a chance to do that, and then when they do, I've seen that when they when they and even in my town. Where you try to put a, a complaint and you go up to the police department and you say, hey, I want to make a complaint on officer so-and-so, so-and-so. And you're getting scrutinized from the gate. Well, that's the point in time yeah. when you need to go to those agencies and those organizations like the NAACP mm-hmm. or the FBI. Mm-hmm. That's when you go to them. You, do you okay. follow what I'm saying? Now, you know me, I have never had, the only contact I've had, I've only had one traffic ticket in my life. That was back in the 70s. One. I've never been to jail, never been locked, locked up. I've only had that one instance. Now, I understand that that some people, matter of fact, well, I ain't gonna talk about that, but I understand what some people are saying. But the thing is, that you cannot fight these people on the streets because everything is against you. And right. how you act to this, how the uh, encounter that they have with you, in most times, is gonna determine how they act with with the next person. Because right. people can get fed up. Now, I'm not trying to throw the onus on. The citizen But I still get back to the point That uh, people have to People don't respect authority People that run stop signs Speed and stuff They're not respecting authority And you may mention about the the, the, Huh No I said that That's true true. And uh, like in Chicago In the last 92 days As of this Sunday Yes, yes, what's the day, Monday? Yeah. They don't have 1,450 shootings. 1,450 right. people have been shot. And 226 been murdered. No white right. police shootings. Now, do black lives mm-hmm. matter? That's what I'm you saying. Had, so you had a black look, child that was four years old, a uh, legend, Theo Farrell legend, who... Uh, who the operations that the federal government in assisting some cities, they call it Operation Legend. Trump named it after that, that, that kid, that black kid. He was killed while he slept in his bedroom with a bullet that somebody fired through the house. Did you know that? I think I had heard a story, but I don't know the story fully. But I did think. Well, I how heard much? About that. How much of the story do you know about the woman, the black woman that got killed when the police was doing a no-knock raid? You heard about that? What's her name? Theodore Jones or something like that? Nah, and the Black Panthers marched in uh, Louisville, wanting to know what's going on. Everybody know about that one. Yeah, the, tell, tell. See, Everybody Brianna know about Taylor. But nobody knows about legend. Why is it? Now, I'm saying, listen, now I'm saying, I heard <laughs> about the legend. I just didn't hear about the details. Because I do do a lot of research and listening and reading and stuff like that. Let me ask you a couple I, more. I, I can agree. I can agree that mm-hmm. when it comes to media, 
they they you know they they're spinning this in in, in a way of they spin uh, it the, they spin it you absolutely right they spin it they say that a white police officer killed or murdered mm-hmm. a black but when a black murdered right. a white police officer it's not spin that way in Baton Rouge Louisiana right. in this past April you had a black male that traveled from Kansas down to Baton Rouge and shot two white police officers. He stood over one and pumped bullets in him in an ambush, and he seriously wounded the other. Nothing's heard. No marching, no protest, no busting out windows. You had another okay. one. Okay, those incidents, these, these incidents yeah. that you're saying, they, I would have to say that, okay, they don't match up to the incidents that happen to minorities and blacks. If, if it, what do you one, mean? How do you mean they don't? Black, how do you mean that they white, don't? No, the reason why I say that is because, I'm, and, 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 and you know, it's not saying I don't have no compassion for a white cop or or, or Mexican cop or whoever getting killed by any yeah. person. All I'm saying is, for and and then like you said, nobody talked about it. Though George Floyd didn't get no 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 pub until. These cell phones until the cell phone hit the internet until that image hit the internet because you had an incident where the young boy was walking home and got harassed by the police and got strung up and he died and how they were pumping drugs up in the, the brother to try to revive him or what have you so that that story was very low it was very untalked they didn't really talk about that story until after the George Floyd, uh, kind of like after his funeral, then the, the Breonna Taylor started coming in, and then, 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 then the young, the young um, teenager got uh, got slain or whatnot. Well, the whole thing what is I'm saying is, is there are there are stories, yeah. there are incidents, there are incidents that happen to other race of uh, race of people that that hold these uh, law enforcement positions. I do believe that. It's not just on the police. It got to be on the community too. You know, like I said, I had this conversation with a, a good cousin of mine, a good relative of mine that uh, that 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 you know, that's a big uh, a, a good big figure in the, in the neighborhood. And I was telling them, I said, hey, with me on me coming up and 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 just being through, you know, just uh, in the uh, inner city and then coming out of that. You see certain things that you would, you, if you, as a mind, you say, okay, maybe it could change if these people got together and did this. If they organized this way, maybe this will work out. And so I in talked community. to her, and I was saying, yeah, in the community. I said, I said the, the problem to me, just as a young, I'm only, like I said, I'm only in my 40s. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a 70s baby. But I'm like, what I, what I, what I saw as a problem, even back in the civil rights, is we always had a lot of our people fighting or marching for their civil rights. They want this. They want that. We want to be able to sit down with these people. We want to be able to go to these schools. And, you know, I had this conversation with my girl, and I was like, they're putting it out there like our people don't have no kind of education, that we have no teachers, we have no firemen, we have no no uh no uh, uh lawyers no no 
know people who can um who can um 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 build stuff, who can organize, who can um start businesses. And when you have a community of over a thousand people and these are spread throughout the, the country, you wanna tell me that there's no enough strong people within these communities that can come together and say, Hey, we're well, tired. You know of what the problem is? You know what one of the problems is, like I told you earlier. You got people that can do that, then you got people who can't do it. Right. And the professional people that can do that, they are in a different stratosphere. Not saying that they don't want to, but people do things that serve their interests and deal with those that share their values. We talked about that earlier. That is a major problem. And, uh, right. What city you in? What state you in? You in California. California. Right. There's no way in the world I would vote for Kamala Harris. One, mm-hmm. she's anti-Second Amendment. Two, she's for open borders, from what I've heard. Three, she's for raising the tax rate. You know, California got some. I think your income tax is going up to 16%. In Missouri, it's about 5%. So she want to have that across the nation, not just in California. See, if people don't like what's going on in California, you know what they do? They move like we see them doing. But when right. she get into position of a national level, she want to do something that's going to affect everybody. So I couldn't so now, vote for her feel- because of okay. my interests. And many of us too. Now your interest, now your interest. You saying you can't go for Kamala Harris? And no, now, Maxine Waters. <laughs> Maxine Waters. <laughs> you said no, not even Maxine, or not even Maxine Max? Waters. No. Now I, 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 I'm curious because you said that um, you're conservative, so obviously you, know, you told me you voted for uh, Trump. Now um, and all this stuff. Are you uh you you still feel that Trump is holding your values as a conservative? Yes, black? that's why I come out voting for him. He's everything that he campaigned on, and I never heard a person at the uh, office level that he holds talk about school choice. And in his first address to Congress, he said especially for African American kids. Now, not to be talking about my business, but my children don't have to worry about going to school. And taking out loans because they got a family and parents that pays for it out of their pocket as necessary. But there's other, and I'm and we talking about blacks right now. Of course, it may apply to others too. But when you look at the data, when it comes down to black being in certain positions and their attainment in education, most of the problem is in these elementary schools. They are not being prepared. In Baltimore, okay. you had over 3,000 students take the state math test. This is Baltimore City, which is a black city. You only have 14 that pass with proficiency. That's totally unacceptable. It should be for the people of Baltimore. When I look at that, I think it's really absurd. Right. So, in some cases, you do have young people 
that comes from poor parents that are holding their children accountable and doing as much as they possibly can to expose and prepare their children for tough subjects. I often ask right. you out there in California, Kobe Bryant was a fan of you was a fan of Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant had right. a hard regiment, a practice. He shot six hundred free throws in practice. And you got many young right. black kids that want to be like Kobe Bryant. They'll be right. in the gym shooting a hundred free throws, but they can't go home and do a hundred math problems in order to improve on their skills and proficiency in math. Now, I'm not saying it's not happening, but the data says that it's not. When it comes time to evaluate these children and see where they stand when it comes to do math. Well, that's true. So, so Maxine um, Waters not saying anything about that. Kamala, so I could not vote for them. I don't care if they are black. Nor would I support businesses that turn around and contribute to their campaign. Why is that? Because now I'm defeating the purpose. It's like taking one step forward and two or three steps backwards. That is another reason why companies, I believe that you don't see the progress amongst black populations as thoroughly as you would like to see it because we got this division that's quiet and not being recognized openly it exists and you felt so you felt that Trump will be good for another four years even in all the that he's done and said yes the and things that he's done is good he, he's done you know that black medium household income has increased in based on tax returns for those years 2017 2018 it increased 257 percent more than whites did theirs was 2.2 percent increase whites was 0.8 percent increase less than one percent Nobody have you did you hear that in the news? Well, I, the numbers was a little different, but you know. Well, this is US census. This is based on people yeah. making the uh report themselves and it's probably it's coming right. off your tax returns. So if right. your tax return in two seventeen was one thing, in two eighteen it was a certain percentage, two percent higher and if whites was one thing in 217, and in 218 it was 0.8% higher, well, blacks have a gain in household income more so than whites. Now, is that all it right. needs to be? No, there's a lot more that has to be done. But he put things in place. Your standard deduction, so if he, you, are you married? Are you married? Yeah. yeah. Your standard deduction for you and your wife, your first $24,000 if you file in married and jointly, it's tax-free. Right. Under the previous president, it was 12000 right. Joe Biden yeah. said he's going to change all that. Yeah. Now, for the things that uh, you said that uh, he's doing everything that he was supposed to be doing, so uh, everything else you don't have a problem with, basically. So as long as he's like what? handling the policy. You don't like care what? about uh, 
is uh the way he's uh the him as uh he come off as a president, his um actions uh towards the um just people in general, towards uh uh what they say are allies, towards uh, uh so called enemies. Let me ask um, you something about the allies. Uh, Hang on for a second. Hang on for the general average black person don't know jack about foreign policy. Would you agree? Right. Yeah, huh? I agree. So that yeah, ain't no problem with black people. That's no problem with black folks. Why, but why would you say that? Why, but why would you say that just because they don't know? It, it, it's not. A, it, it won't affect. It well, won't affect hang on. Let me show you why. Well, we give you an obvious reason. Do we not admit yeah. that the education system is terrible? Yes. Where would you first yeah. learn? Where would you first learn geography? If you were to ask one to go to a map and point out where Australia is, where North Korea is, where Russia is, mm-hmm. how many do you think would be able to do that? It's because they don't teach that to them in school. They don't teach geopolitics in school. I mean, when I went to school and I went to I went to inner city school, I did learn I'm not saying I learned a whole lot. But as far as the level of uh, education, I mean, uh, a big problem, big issue that they were saying we had is uh, books. We didn't have enough school books. Um, and and the teachers were, were poor. You know, they've been poorly poorly uh, paid and all that, underpaid and everything. Um, but certain things, I, I would, certain things in school were available. Now, I moved. I moved to more of a uh, more of the valley area, more of a, the outer skirts of uh, Calo, L.A. or whatnot, and the schools mm-hmm. were a little better. Books were a little bit more, you know, library. You know whose responsibility those are, don't you? Yeah, it's the it's the city, the government, the people. I'm not the government. It's the but people. The, it's I, I it's the people. Yeah. It's the people of the so, schools. Now, I don't know about California. But in the state mm-hmm. of Missouri, the state law says that the textbooks, the curriculum, and teacher construction can be whatever that local school district wanted to be. Mm-hmm. And that the state board of education and the department of education cannot mandate to them anything. Well, the federal government mm-hmm. can't. The state already the law says the state can't do it. So it's the people's responsibility. Now, right. if they're not doing it, then who's the onus on? Now, I know some that do. I, I should say have, but it's not typical because people don't hold their people in those positions accountable. They don't take charge. It's just like asking so, you. Like you asked the question, do black lives matter to blacks? Mm-hmm. So when um, when I ask that question and I, you know, I'm, you know, I asked it to everybody, and the reason, like I said, the reason why I had asked that question is because, I mean, I I grew up in the whole uh, inner city. I grew up in the um, um, you know bad neighborhoods around gangs and all that. At the same time, you had good people in that in in those neighborhoods. You had a yeah, lot absolutely of right. going on. You had mm-hmm. you had some educated people that that either went to schools that were out of the district. You had people that. That went to the regular school and they were educated. You had then you had the other side. You had the uneducated. You had the the drifters. You had the people who were in the streets that didn't want to abide by the rules and stuff. So we 
it's had that whole tipping scale. But what I did miss is the leaders within these communities. One thing I, I, I can say, because um, when I, I end up you know, as a child, uh, uh, you know, when I turned teenager and every, and at that time I moved with my grandparents. My, my grandparents were middle class. So mm-hmm. they, you know, they did the, the, what they had to do. They went to college. So your grandparents should have been conservatives. I mean, they probably were. But I mean, just think about then, it. Okay. If they wanted to leave something to you as a grandchild, then depending mm-hmm. on how much it is, and at a certain level, it would be taxed like if they're in California, they probably take seventy percent of it. I'm not just saying that. But that's what yeah. Trump has done away with. He's done away with death taxes, and he's came down hard on when people die and want to leave things to their kids, that it can't be taxed at a federal. Now, states can do whatever the hell they want to, and they usually do. But he's done away with yeah, that I didn't, stuff. I didn't federal. get that. I didn't get that when my grandpa- grandparents passed. I didn't get no tax or anything or anything that was awarded to the state, uh, awarded to the uh, Upstate. Um, they, um, but like the point I was trying to make is like you know I've been in both sides of the coin where okay you lived in poverty and then okay you lived in lived in more of an upscale neighborhood. You can't mix things. the two. You you can't mix. You the can't two, mix. But at the same you can't mix the two. At the same, at the same time, like I, like we said earlier, I believe that. The people within these communities, I feel that they should get. Uh, they need to come together. They need to come with a plan. They're not going to do this. See, let me give but, you an example. Now, I know where you're going. I'm not trying to cut you off. But I understand what you're saying. If I'm not, what I say is not what you're talking about. Let me know. Let's take Ferguson for instance. Blacks moved into Ferguson in the late '60s. Where did they come from? They came from North St. Louis City in areas that was high in crime and deteriorating. They done what's known as fleeing. They fled. People always say whites flee. No, blacks flee too. They fled to Ferguson. Yeah. Okay. Right. Now, after the, t- 20, yeah, after the 2014 with Mike Brown, the same blacks have fled again. Because of the input of people that's coming out of the city of St. Louis, where there's nothing there. Everything is is dilapidated. Now, I'm saying this. I'm not against people doing better for themselves. But you can't put a person into an arena where they can't perform and they don't feel comfortable. And in essence, you're going to draw down those that's already there. And now that's where the animosity comes. And, you know, you were asking earlier about Trump's seemingly behavior. And I told you what counts is the performance. And I'm going to give you another example. Washington, D.C. had a mayor. His name was Marion Barry. I don't know if you ever heard of him. He was yeah, a crackhead. He was a yep. crackhead. Got caught, caught in a hotel. Oh, right. But guess what? He made <laughs> black millionaires. Do you hear what I'm saying? His policies created black millionaires, and he also had policies 
that that applied to orphan kids. I think he might have been an orphan. I'm not sure. Something of that nature. But his policies done very well for people who could qualify and prepare themselves to take advantage of. When he went to prison, guess what? When he came back, the people remembered how well he'd done, regardless of the news, and they voted him in again. Right. So I'm seeing that because what they had the uh, Republican um, convention, Senate, uh, uh, and you see, like I say, you got people that still that still uh, hoping and feeling that uh, Trump is going to do a good job or whatnot, and you got people that is against Trump. Um, I guess, do you feel that people that are against Trump is it because just because of his actions, the way he acts towards the towards the uh, in his presidency. I think a lot of it got to do, you know, I think a lot had to do what they've heard, which has been disproved and not to have happened. You know, the Russian gate, the women pissing on the bed, all this has been proven not to happen. But here's the thing. How is it that Joe Biden admittedly bribed officials in Ukraine using Americans' dollars and nobody is holding him accountable? If he was elected president, there would be a movement to impeach him right away. Then you would have whatever term that he was in there, he wouldn't get nothing done. Because conservatives are starting to wake up and play the game hard, too. Come January of 2021, they're going to start impeaching him. And they're going to carry it on and carry it on and carry it on. They're going to question his bank account and tax records because you wouldn't be bribing a government official if it wasn't going to benefit you monetarily. His son, Hunter, was being benefited because of his father's position as vice president under Obama. Then Obama had to know all this stuff was going on because how many times did he say that the buck stopped here? Right. But now, for you to say these against um, Joe Biden, but they didn't they just, uh, you know, they had, what is it, six different uh, people uh, that were in the uh, president's cabinet that's been indicted, that's been brought to the Senate to, uh, under oath? See, I, I look well, at they it like do, this. Wait, hang on for a second. Were they doing a good job? See that, that that that's the thing too. I I I. That's like just like Marion Barry doing a good job. No no no. no. Yeah, the just like Marion Barry now. Dope. Yeah. No, I'm just saying he's selling. He's 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 over here doing the worst. Well, that's illegal. That's illegal. Indictments. Right. Wait a minute. He, but then he's over here. But he's over here. Yeah, doing but indictments a good job. don't mean that you are guilty. Right. You are marching in the street for what? What? Wait a minute, hang on for a second. They marching in the street. What's one issue? Injustice. So should not the the justice apply to these people also? If you're going to hold Judge Kavanaugh 
for something that he allegedly done when he was a teenager. And why not hold these people for what they allegedly done when they was elected officials? Look what Joe Biden done when he was elected official. All the things he said, the people he's been contrived. He was with uh, Byrd, a Ku Klux Klan leader. Why come nobody's holding that against him? Well, I mean, you know, first of all, the, the, the light is on Trump. It's on Trump. So everything that Trump has done in the past or done, he, if he sneezes wrong, they're going to report Yeah, him. but who holding, so who's like, holding the light? I'm telling you this. Who's the holding people. the light on Trump? The light is going to be held on Biden, too. I, 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 I understand that. Because I mean, do you there, agree? Haven't been, there haven't been no president squeaky clean. Well, so, we ain't talking about but, no president. We talking about Trump and Biden. Would you agree that the yeah, light I, is going to be know, held I, on Biden too? I, I, I mean, of course, they did it with everybody. All right. They did it with Bush. And let me ask you something else. With, uh, how Obama? is it? Yeah. How is it? No, they didn't. Nobody. They didn't go after Obama like they're doing Trump. They've been impeaching no, Trump. Being, they, They've they, been going after Trump before the 2016 election because he's not one the of them. Why, but you got to understand this because I, I I know that you I know Trump is your guy and there's no problem because I'm not Democrat. Trump's policies is my yeah. It's Trump's yeah. policies. Let's no, get it straight. Yeah. It's his policies. His policies. Now what I'm saying is you have. It, it hasn't been not one president since I've lived have not done nothing that the people didn't like, and then they didn't they didn't um, bring them to. How far back you go? You an '80s child, right? No, I'm a '70s, so I go all the way back. You '70s, probably. All right, well I go 70s. back to Eisenhower. Yeah, there you go. Now tell this. Well, we ain't going to go. I don't want to go. I, I'm a history I go back to Eisenhower, you know, and you would agree that I've seen a lot of presidents. Right, right. This right. is the best so, one. I mean, this is the best one I've ever seen. You, so you feel Trump is the best? Because I, 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 I'm, I'm curious. You, you are 70, baby. One? You were born. So you right. didn't, you weren't able to. If you were born in 70, you couldn't vote until 86, like you say, right. around Carter's right. time. Right. All right, I told you I go back before Kennedy, and I'm telling yeah. you, <clears throat> this is the best one I've seen for the times that he's in, mm. and he keeps his word. When he said he was going to do those things, he jumped on him when he got in the office. Okay. Now, do you do now? You of course, like he, yeah. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Of course, people don't believe that, but you got people that do say. Do you think that blacks who's been successful should come back and help other blacks? I mean, I personally feel, you know, we had that uh, uh, discussion the other day. If you make it out the hood, should you come back? Are you obligated? Yes or no? Um, mm-hmm. I depend. It depends on the circumstances. It depends on the. Uh, it depends on your position. Because everybody that's supposedly famous or some kind of rich is well, not. What's wealthy. the least things that they could do? Come back and talk, right? I feel, yeah, they can come and talk. They can even open up organizations, either for profit or not. All right, they can all right. Let's talk about place. this. All right. When 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 they do come back and talk, nobody wants to mm-hmm. listen. 
especially when it goes against the popular narrative. Blacks are taught to support and vote Democratic. Right. The people that come back and talk and tell you from from Mr. Smith to even Nigerian Dangote, who's the richest African, you got uh, a whole lot of them who don't been on the other side of the mountain. They come back and say, look, this is what you should be doing. But guess what? They don't listen. Because black populations has got what's called these vanguards, NAACP. You got some of these organizations that tell black kids they shouldn't work for white corporations because all you're doing is supporting and empowering white supremacy. That's what they listen to. Right. You got them out there. Uh, using George Floyd as a symbol for 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 violence, whereas in Chicago you got fourteen hundred and fifty individuals that could be used as a symbol for nonviolence. Some as young as ten months years old, but that ain't the popular narrative. The popular narrative is anti-white and anti-Trump. Yep, I have seen that narrative uh, swinged around. I mean, personally, when it comes to Trump, when I hear him talk, when he first got in office, even before then, he was, you know, you know, he was in the entertainment. You know, he was the reality star. He was in entertainment. He was in real estate and all that other stuff. And a lot of the entertainers at the time were for him. They were they were backing him. They had him in certain videos and stuff like that. Um, when he started, oh, they didn't think he could office, win. Yeah, when he ran for office, um, when he ran for office, you had um, you had the okay. He's going after Hillary, and I kind of felt that a lot of people. Well, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Which of his campaign issues did you like? Or didn't like? Or didn't like? Yeah. Let me see. I know he talked about the wall. Okay, that's that's a strong border. He's enforcing what's in the Constitution. Did you not like right. the fact that when Ill, when immigrants come into the country, they have to come in here right? And those who are here illegally, they need to go. If they want to reapply, let them reapply outside of the country. You know why they, that's necessary? Because mm-hmm. if you're in the country illegal and you have babies with somebody, the first thing you're going to say is that these babies are citizens, and even though I'm here illegally and you want to put me out, now you're separating families. Right, with the DACA and all that, the situation with the DACA. Um, are you are you for that? The separation of families. Alpha strong. Yes, if they hear illegally, they gotta go. So let me um, ask you something: Do blacks have trouble getting home mortgages? Some cases we do. In In more cases cases than not. Yeah. And see, that's All right. I know where you're going. I know where you're going. Where I am I going? going. I, uh, I, I, I heard this before. I, I, 
you know, a lot of, you know, they, they're leaning on the how, you know, these immigrants are, you know, the, they're taking jobs or they are, they're making it hard for, for other minorities. To well, this is true. Illegals, illegals do get home mortgages using right. their I-10 number. And when they get their mortgage, they get credit cards. And when they close on their house, they can take those papers to their registration and register to vote, even though they're illegal. Same, man. Google it. There's so many things. It's so it's so many issues. And then, you know, I started this conversation off of does the black lives matter to black people? Now, you, uh, I don't think blacks are grateful, man. I really don't. I don't think they're grateful. It should be. Let me ask you something else. Do black kids have trouble speaking English? You said black people have kids? They Do black kids in school have problems with their English? I don't. Um, I say yay or nay. Yes well, or if no. you say yay, then why is it that refugees and illegal children can have classes in public schools that's designed to teach them English. Yeah. Black kids yeah, are not I've given that. that. And why are no. they going to public schools anyway? They don't pay the tax system. Hmm? That's true. Why are now, they giving driver's license? But the, uh, these issues, what do you think, what do you suggest that we should do with, with the people that are in this country illegally? That are you, should, you, should let the, you should let the government, like the man wants to do, he's got to stop the flow of people. You know, these kids come from countries where they was not inoculated right. for measles, chicken pops, and so on, and so on, and so on. Right, right. You can't yeah, say they absolutely. was inoculated because if they don't trust the government to live in the country, would they trust the government to inject their children? Mm-hmm. So they say. Another point, another issue of his is taxes. He lowered mm-hmm. the business tax and he lowered income taxes. Do we not say that blacks need to have more of their own businesses? Yes. Well, would not those businesses benefit from a lower business tax to the federal government? Brother, can you hold hold that point? I got a couple callers, man. It's it's blowing up. I'm gonna let them just hold on the line. I'm gonna let them um, come in, and then we can get right back. We was on a roll, weren't we? (laughs) Yeah, we were. Right. You called before. I think you called when. Oh, have I? I didn't know that. Yeah, you called before. I I, I think I remember voice. But uh, hold on one second, brother. Caller nine oh nine, nine oh nine. You on air? First Ham Radio. Oh, good evening. Good evening. How you doing, ma'am? I'm doing well. Good conversation listening to you uh, since the show started this evening a little while ago, and uh, guys are covering a lot of ground. That's good. Um, Informing people and and um and just spreading information. I like that. I um, I just wanted to say good job. Um, I like the show. And um, uh, there was a question that you had about the president's administration. 
and the people that have been indicted uh, for for various things. But the indictments um, were all for things that these people had. Basically, you had Manafort who had dealings way before he met Trump. And right. and the fact that's that he was with Trump, yeah, they dug those things up, and so the, that's why those things, those guys got in trouble. And then they had the twelve Russians that were indicted, but Mueller did that mm-hmm. because he knew that those Russians wouldn't come back here. But then they did. They had their lawyer come back here and say, "All right, uh, so you want to take this to court? What do you What do you have? You're just making this stuff up." And the judge says, "This court is, or this case is dismissed because <laughs> Mueller didn't have anything." <laughs> To hold him down with, yeah, that was pretty funny. So, but they didn't report that in, in the news. So it's just, uh, it's been an ever-loving battle uh, for this president and his administration. But uh, I just, I know he's not perfect. Um, but who is? I, I like a lot of his well, policies. I voted for him in 2015, and and I'm going to vote again in 2020. <laughs> all right. Right. <laughs> Did you have any questions? <laughs> uh, well, you know, uh, just like my uh, my the fellow caller on that, you know, we, we were just talking about these issues um, about Black Lives Matter, and um, well, the reason why I put that question out there is because to me, when I first heard of it, it was before the George Floyd. It was way mm-hmm. before, years before it happened. And then, you know, a couple of my people were saying, well, it seemed like some type of feminist movement or ha-da-da. And then I started looking deep in, and it was an actual, you know, organization they put together. Now, Mm -hmm. the reason why I was asking that question is because, you know, I deal with entertainment. And I know that we uh, entertainers, some people quit to use certain things, and, and they just run with it. You know, mm-hmm. like Nike, just do it, and everybody was just using that. You know, the whole, it, you know, back in the 70s, and I, I'm quite sure my caller would contest this, that, you know, in the Olympics, I think it was the 70s Olympics, when the brother raised his hand, and then that was a more of a symbol of power to the people, and it's kind of like this is extended version. This, in my opinion, is extended version of power to the people, and then it's Black Lives Matter. But I was asking the question, do black lives matter to black people? Do they really matter? And and I had to ask that question because when you go in, and, and you got a 909 uh, number, so either you're San Bernardino or the Empire area around it, so you can mm-hmm. contest yeah. the, the areas. You can contest to the areas where if um, if something is bothering us so bad and we want to we want to protest against it. I'm just call. Just a call out. Just the you know these people that's running the, that's in these communities that haven't. Mm-hmm. If these black, if your lives matter, black lives matter. You know we have. To, I just believe that we have to do. We have to come up with a better, better plan, better, better, um, better uh, strategy on how to better these uh, the, uh, these communities. Things that you're never going to get nothing perfect. There's, I've, I've mm-hmm. lived in white neighborhoods. There's nothing perfect in nobody's neighborhood. But mm-hmm. I'm just asking the question to the people, you know, and it's not just black people. Does Do do black lives matter to 
other people? Do they care? I mean, it was just a thought in my mind when I was working today, and I was wondering, do the average, for all this unrest and all this stuff going on, do the average non-black person, do they do they feel that these black people's lives really do matter? Now, I know that they will look at, some will look at and say, well, they don't care about themselves, so why should I care about them? And that's that's a, you know, you can make that assumption. But I just wanted to know, and I'm speaking to black people that's in these neighborhoods, if your life do matter, what are we doing? If if if, if I'm if, if if I live in a neighborhood that's infested with gang violence, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of uh issues going on, who are who are there in these communities trying to okay, let's let's try to stop this or at least try to get, have it at a hold. I know that the fear of being killed being 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 murdered by you know uh gangs or uh, uh criminals or whatnot but i mean you know if one neighborhood seemed that they could get it together why aren't it and the brother the caller he said that i mean he's, he feels that uh black people are, um they're not uh appreciative some blacks i guess i'm gonna bring it back on bring it back on Right, brother. Um, uh, you back on. You back on. We back on. Okay. Um, well, no, some blacks aren't appreciative because right, right. they only talk about one thing. That's the popular narrative that's being pushed out by these news media and also certain voices. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, I from the outside looking in, um, when the argument is brought up as far as, you know, you, not the whole bootstrap, pulling up your strap, you know, self by your bootstraps, but um, basically, do, you know, getting away from that. And the more they get away from that type of um, lifestyle, I guess, I don't know, the gang culture, and this goes for all gangs because there's Asian gangs, there's Mexican gangs, there's, you know, black right. gangs, so, um, just the gang life in general. Um, and so those right. few that do escape, I was going to say escape, because they have basically have to leave everybody behind because those people will end up dragging back down by making fun of them and, you know, saying mm-hmm. that they're giving into the system. And so what good does that do? And so the person has to be strong and gets out. And so then when you bring that up, as far as there are people that actually do something with themselves and, and escape that lifestyle, then right. um, they're like, well, there's only like, there's only one or two of those. You can't use that as an excuse because there's more that don't than do. And it's like, well, <laughs> but so so, why does it have to be such a negative thing that they got out? It needs to be positive. We have to have a positive thought, you know, outlook as far as getting out and not drag them back down. And I think maybe that's why many of them don't return for a while back home or don't do anything because... They know basically they'll be, you know, as far as, oh, you, like uh, your other caller was saying, as far as giving in to the white man, working for the white man. And it's not even if they could just get that mindset changed, because we all need to get to somewhere. And that, whether my boss is Hispanic or Asian or black or whatever, there's all kinds of, right. you know, different bosses um, as far as businesses goes. 
And and if you don't want to do work for somebody else, then then work for yourself. <laughs> but success right. seems to be a, a a bad thing in the community for some reason. Uh, you, success you in the system. You know what it is, so though. I think when when you come up, or at least when I was younger and we was coming up, if you acted proper, they said you acted white. Yeah. You acting like a white person. Because you talk properly, and mm-hmm. you know, I grew up in a, I grew up in a, in a very, you know, it was a, it was Watts area, very gang infested, drug infested, crime everywhere, you mm-hmm. know. But you had the kids, you had the kids on the block, you had the, you know, I, I used to call them the get along gang. Like you, you figure out, oh, when he grow up, he gonna be this, or this person gonna be that kind of person, or what happened, and um. Mm-hmm. I had a kid, he was a good friend of mine, he uh, lived with his grandparents, and his grandparents, you know, they provided a good life for the brother, you know, where mm-hmm. when I was living, my, you know, my my background, my parents were, you know, were, were um, hooked on drugs, you know, we dealt with a lot of, a lot of different issues within in, in my household, and, but, for some reason, me myself, I just I saw different. I saw how my background, my upbringing, the people around me, and I always wanted to. I was the type of kid that wanted to travel out. When people said, "Don't go in that neighborhood because they doing some, they gonna do something," I was like, "Man, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna find out." And my first time, <laughs> I went. Um, <laughs> you know, I went to Hollywood. The first time I went to Hollywood, mm-hmm. and I went to uh, Chinese. Uh, what is it? The Chinese Man Theater. At the mm-hmm. time, and not knowing that even uh, Magic Johnson, I think, was the owner of it at the time or whatnot. But that was the first time I saw a, a, a walk-in movie theater. First time I saw Joe versus the Volcano. Oh, and yeah, that movie, I remember that. That movie, that movie kind of, for some reason, changed my life or changed, you had a change in me because I was... I looked at the movie in a whole different light, and, and, and you know he was willing to go and jump, and you know you, you know the movie, you know the background mm-hmm. of the movie, but I was like, okay, I can do whatever I want to do. I just gotta apply to it, and you know I ended up, you know, a little bit after that because I was going to a, a, a youth program for at-risk kids, so you know they would okay. have us go to these different field trips and stuff. So. Uh, the, 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 the they they did have pro, they did have uh, organizations or programs in the school at the time or in the community like at the parks and stuff but they mm-hmm. it's like when the 80s hit when the I would say the beginning of the 80s all that disappeared no 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 park programs no no after school programs no the music department was taken out all this stuff was just just disappearing and right. when I was telling the caller um, the brother um, the books you know I went to Lock High like that was like one of the worst schools in LA you know what I'm saying if you look it up it's one of the baddest schools in LA and I went to Charles Drew which they call Gladiator School so um. like yeah so I mean at that time and me going to this uh, program and it was, you know, I was looking for change or whatnot. I ended up getting in trouble a little 
but I ended up, um, my parents uh, had me, I, I went to move with my grandparents, and they were middle class. They were middle class and showed me a different outlook on life or what have you, or a different mm-hmm. way of, okay, yeah, you can make it. You know, because, I mean, in my eyes, if I look at anybody, and it doesn't matter what race you are, and I say, okay, you're doing good, I, in my mind, I feel that I can do the same thing. But I know mm-hmm. there's a lot of kids out there that don't get that kind of reinforcement. They don't get that kind of conversation. Encouragement. Yes, and, you're right. Encouragement. Absolutely right. And then, you know, like the brother said, you know, it's, it's the, the, the narrative that they paint in, inside of these neighborhoods. And that's true. Now it's, it, 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 is it just about Black Lives Matter or is it about let's try to do something about these social issues that we're dealing with within these communities. You know, you know, we live in the inland empire, right? So mm-hmm. there's jobs here. And like you say, if you don't want to work for that person, you can work for this person. If you, I, I feel that now, cause I tell my, my kids, I have girls, I have girls. I say, look, y'all having it hard. Cause the fact that you're a female, the world is already against you because you're a female. Number one, you have to work twice as hard. You got to work twice as hard. And I say that because our society likes to uh, misogynist and, and, and downplay women. We, we just let's mm-hmm. keep it 100. It, that's what they do. So, you know, I try to be realistic to my kids and let mm-hmm. them know that, you know, you're going to have it hard, but you got to get that education. You got to be out there willing to go do something that's never been done before. You know, I have a 15 year old that like a genius. I'm pushing for her to be a scientist because I feel that we we got to get out of the whole cliches of titles for black men and women, you know. It's oh, sure. you shouldn't just okay, I'm going to be a warehouse worker or, or I'm going to be a cashier or whatever. You got to think bigger. And, you know, like the brother, you know, on the front, he's a conservative, he says, and and I'm quite sure he had to pull his stuff up from his bootstraps and work his way up to the point to where he's at now. You're mm-hmm. on, brother, just to let you know you're on. Um, <laughs> but, no, well, you know, I just let grew up in Chino. Uh, I know you know where Chino is at. Yeah, Chino, my, yeah. My family had moved there. It was a predominantly white area, and we're Hispanic and um Italian, and so I have brown skin, so there weren't very many brown-skinned people that went to school at Chino High at that time. I graduated in 85, and um, mm-hmm. because my parents had raised us to speak and enunciate correctly and, and speak properly, um, they called me a coconut, you know, but <laughs> I go, well. <laughs> That's the first time I've heard that saying. That's crazy. Yeah, so, you're brown okay. on the outside and white on the inside. We're not people that's listening. We're not laughing at the uh, the choice of word of derogatory. is It's funny, but not laughing. I'm not that type of person. But you, uh, but oh, I I laughed. I I just I thought it was hilarious. (laughs) But you know, here's another thing too. Everything that's not nailed down is called racism today. Mhm. Yes. <clears throat> See, racism is not illegal because people say if you, if a father tell their daughter that she shouldn't date this black man, 
That's a racist. But it's not illegal. It's not violating the law. Right. Right. Only when you violate someone's civil rights, and that's between people, rights between people, actions between people, and also governments, Mm -hmm. then it's illegal if you want to call it racism. But anything that's not nailed down today is called racist. And uh, right. that's very sad. And I think that brings on a lot of the what the gentleman, the host, was asking as far as uh, do Black Lives Matter. And I think that when the Black Lives Matter started in 2014, initially, um, they, put a, they put a bad taste in people's mouth. And it wasn't so much that Black Lives didn't matter. It was what the Black Lives were doing at the time and, and even now. <clears throat> but it's not even them now. It's it's been hijacked. The whole movement has been hijacked, and so um, people care. And <clears throat> and I can say that because it's it's there's not systemic racism if, if people are able to succeed no matter what color or background that you have. If there was systemic racism, then it would be evident in in the people's ability to succeed. That would be held down, but that's not the case. Um, it's it's just a matter of opportunity and, and whether you make that happen or not. And there are some that are stronger, some that are weaker that just can't see it and get caught. Caught up in, in now, that whole... Go ahead. Now, um, now, now, I have to say that I kind of believe that there is a sense of systematic racism going on in society through different different um entities. I'm not gonna sit up here and you know, especially Give us one example. Do uh uh research as give far one, as um give me one example if you can. One example. Yeah. Well, I mean, because people say things, and I'm not saying you but people mm-hmm. it's easy when people say things and it just shoots right. over folks' head and they say, Uh huh and they shake their head, yeah, mm-hmm. But right. Give us an example. And many times when you give the example, it can be refuted. Because what is racism? Is it the act or is it the color of the skin? Because those 1,400, those 1,450 blacks that were shot by other blacks, it's not being called racism. But if they were shot by whites, it would be called racism. As if it's the color of the skin and not the action, the act itself. Right. Yeah, that's not to say well, racism doesn't I mean, exist, I mean, but it's not. It's, yeah, it's, I'm not going to say that. Between. I'm not. I'm not going to sit there because I had asked this question and the brother told me that he thinks it's balanced out at this time. And I. I think it depends on where you live. It, yeah, that's what I was about to say. That I said it's different because where you at in Missouri, you may not experience the same racism that I may experience or the discrimination that you know give me an example you know I've been I already told you I told you just about uh well and that's uh just being racial profile I've been racial profile all through my life when it comes to that so when it comes to policing now um, okay so the police stopped you because you fit the description of somebody black they, they said that was always the case. Well, 
it'd be very difficult to refute the case because where you are, for instance, in Ferguson, if a crime happened more than nine out of ten times, it's going to be perpetrated by a black person. They may have see, that's locked hair. See, in California, but in California, yeah. where I particularly state, it's not all black. That's one thing I liked it about my grandparents that moved out here. This area is majority everybody. It's all different races of people out here. So yeah. the police that run this, that run around, and she should know about Riverside Police. Riverside Police ain't nice. You know what I'm saying? They um. We we have this type of issues going on. I'm, I've been pulled over on a bike, bicycle on my way to work with badge in hand, lunch and all that. Almost missed my mm-hmm. bus at the time. Pulled over by a cop in a in a SUV, and I'm like, why are you pulling me over? The reason why he pulled me over because he never seen me around there, and obviously he patrols that area. But he never seen me around, but he noticed me, and he wanted to see who I was. It wasn't a... All right, let me... Start, let me for, now, when he asked me... Hold on, hold on. When, I, when he asked yeah. me for my ID, I went to grab for my ID. I said, I'm about to grab for my ID. He went to his sidearm and unclicked the gun. So I was like, are you going to shoot me on a bike? Oh, you, you're making me nervous. You asked me to go give you my license. I'm getting my license. I told you I'm about to grab my license because... I've been in these situations before. So there is, uh, you know. Well, I would have I would have like, filed a report on that guy because apparently he don't deserve to be in that position that he's in. I agree. True. You didn't break the law. You didn't do right. that. Just pull somebody over because you just want to know who they are. Have to get the law. Right. Now, now I can tell you this. I know some black communities. If you go driving through there, if they don't recognize you, they're gonna pull you over. And Lord forbid, if you're white, they would take pull you over, get you out the car, and ramsack your car, throw everything out on the street. And when they don't find mm-hmm. anything, they tell you free to go. You got to reassemble your car. Practically. <laughs> 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 well, my husband is white as a driven snow, and and he got pulled over on his bike for running a stop sign. His bicycle. He was riding his bicycle. Yeah. And they pulled up right in front of my house. Yeah, and, and I hear outside what's going on, so I step outside. I'm like, oh, my God, he's police, and they have my husband sitting up against a tree. <laughs> right. See, out here, I guess in California, out here, yes, we do get police that, that be fucking with us, but they, they mess with all races out here, mm-hmm. all races. I have... I have a variety of different race of people, friends, family members, and all that. And they harass all different kinds of people. So like we were saying earlier in the conversation, I think that these these, these uh, departments, and like you said, that's not the government's uh, 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 prop, that's not the government's uh, uh, responsibility. It's supposed to be the responsibility of the, the city, the, uh, the the governor, and, and you know, obviously the mayor or whatnot. You know, um, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm still at this point of when are, when are our people gonna wake up and say, okay, if my life do matter then I need to put it out there that it does matter. And then if you have 
you know, you're going to always have people that's going to be against you. It doesn't, that's just how life is. And like the brother said, I don't, oh, I don't want my daughter to date this, da, da, da. Is that called racism or is it just prejudice or is it just they tribalism? Is it just they just, that's just part of their culture? You know, you never know until you find out, right? So, I mean, um, is there, is there racism within the workplace? Yes, there is racism in the workplace. Is it racism when you're trying to apply for a job? In some cases, there are. You know, so I'm not going to take it off the table. But when I hear people say that it don't exist or it's not, and I have to look at that like I don't know. I think everything under the sun is 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 is, is open for discussion. And and it's good to have y'all call in. I mean, obviously, I have a, a I think an African American and a, a you know a, a, you, you said you were a Caucasian and um and a, no I said he was Hispanic and Italian. <laughs> I'm sorry, Hispanic and Italian. I take that back. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My my my, uh, my, my family is gonna be like ah she's Italian. Um, like I said, cause I, I tell friends, I tell my friend, I said, man, I, I, I want everybody to do good. I feel everybody should have a chance at life and do right. I feel that like when I, if you see like, you know, if you see another race and they're driving a nice car and they're in a nice home, understand that it's, uh, it's obtainable. You just have to work harder. You may have to, uh, go in this avenue. I don't feel that. We have to uh, just be on, okay, well, it's only happening to them, it ain't happening to us. That, that's not true. When, when, like the brother said, you know, there's millions of, I mean, it's a lot of different, I'm going to say millions, it's a lot of different, a lot, uh, a good amount of uh, millionaires, black millionaires in the United States and out of the and country. doctors and lawyers so, and, you know, firemen. Doctors and I mean, they're, they're all right. over. I mean, as far as, yeah, I mean, it's. It's being in the now, right place is... sometimes, and so you're not even really actually even working harder. Sometimes it's just a matter of being in the right place at the right time with right the opportunity the right to, time. you know, to grab it. Right. <laughs> now, I'm going to make this point. We've got like 20 minutes. Um, um, one thing I do want to say is it doesn't matter if I have a police support uh, force that's full black. A doctor, a, a, a hospital full of blacks, uh, you know, full of uh, full of Hispanics or whatever. If the mind state is not changing, the thinking of that that um, those uh, those organizations, it's still going to be the same type of issues, same problems that we're going to get. Like the brother said, they pulling over the white people in in, in their town and harassing them. If that was a black person, the first thing it would say, hey, oh, you harassing me because I'm black, da-da-da, right? So did that white person say, hey, you harassing me because I'm white? And, you know, would he have a fair uh, argument? Would he have a fair argument? So, I mean, I just want the people out there to understand that this is a balance of our show. I'm not, like I said, I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. I'm not a liberal. I'm none of that. I'm just a, a person, you know, with a radio show and... Um, I like to give people's opinion on different um, topics, and this was something that was uh, bothering me ever since this whole thing came about. And, you know, like I say, I, I had that conversation with my uncle, I was telling the brother, um, 
he did 40 years in prison, plus 40 years. So he came out mm-hmm. by the grace of by the grace of God. He was willing to uh, be with my grandma before she passed. Rest in peace, my grandma. Um, but uh, we talked about this, and you know, at the time I was thinking like, man, he gonna be like, oh man, fuck the cops. I ain't with the police, and you know, I had to deal with this. No, he was like. Don't get me wrong. I I won't. Uh, we need uh we need police in the, in the neighborhood. We need well, we need them in the community, doing their job. I do think the police need to get back to communicating with the people. Mm-hmm. You know, it used to be that way. It used to be that way where the police could conversate with people in the community. Hey, this is well, going let me on. Ask, you got let me ask you a question on that. In New York, mm-hmm. you got people coming up behind the police, throwing a bucket of water on them. Well, right. in these rides, in these rides, in some of these, in some of these rides, you got people coming up and setting off. I'm talking about some amp, some bomb-like fireworks in crowds of police. So, what kind of police is going to want to be friendly to somebody after going through that one night? But you're see, right. look, you're, you're 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 saying, but you're saying an incident where they're in. I'm I'm saying when police come into neighborhoods, and they come into the community as a whole, and they're trying to get to know uh, the people in the community, not the the police on the riots or or protests. I, if I was in a uniform and I had to make it home to my wife, I'm going to do everything I can to protect myself. And if I was hired to protect myself and my fellow officers, of course I'm gonna do that. That's the difference. So when when I well, that may work in some cases of the time. Well, many times I've huh? seen cases like in Memphis where they were trying mm-hmm. to serve warrant on a guy. The guy went in the house, started shooting out at the police. While the guy was shooting right. out at the police, the community came and started throwing rocks and bottles at the police. Now, that may not be all the cases of the time, but it's a lot of times. And that's just, I mean, it's a problem. Nobody never says it. Very few precincts and not enough police. And when I say that, I mean getting back to the host. I'm sorry, I didn't touch your name. Um, But back in the day, we had more precincts with less cops, I guess you could say, in each precinct, but they were yep. assigned communities, and so they were able to know the people in their community. And you had a different people. You yes, had a different culture different, of people. Exactly. Yes. But he you was, don't have that culture of people today. Sure. You got and many of these households. What I understood you what say is that he would just like to see it return to that. Not that oh, I understand what he's saying, but it's not going to return to that because you got a different society. You got households where there's no fa- no mother and father. You got a single parent, and that parent apparently is not doing it. Okay, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Well, it, it shapes I, I, the I'm attitude. Not, I'm single, no, well, no, hang on for a second. It, sh- mm-hmm. it shapes the attitude. I tell you what, if people treated Santa Claus when he's coming down the chimney, to put tars on the tree, the way they treat the police, guess what? He wouldn't come down. Yeah. Well, see, the <laughs> thing is, is this: you can you can say, oh, they have single parents and all, and then that, that's another. Uh, that shapes the attitude time. of the child. But, come on, we got to admit to that. Okay, listen, listen, brother. Now, 
I know a lot of I have a I know a generation of folks that two parent homes, and they're doing they're busting their ass. I think it's a lot. I think it's just the what the media. Just like we was talking earlier about the media, I think that's pushed out as well, because there are a lot of brothers and sisters, and just couples. Period. That are coming together. They come together. If you have like Hispanic couple, Hispanics don't you don't really hear about single parents and in, in they come from a family culture, racial culture. So from that, and then you have uh, you have blacks that are standing up and doing. I think the generation. But what's the percentage of uh, black uh, households uh, that only is hit it by one parent? It's seventy percent. But that I don't. The reason why I don't believe that because. The, the reason why I don't believe that maybe 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 years ago maybe ten years ago but I don't think that's now it's, it has gotten and worse sir that, and, but, but let, let, it has I don't gotten, think that's okay let me ask you this let me ask you this how do they determine the number of beds to have in the future is it true it's by the number of black kids that can't read by the fourth grade how many what now you say how many Michelle what? Alexander book the new Jim Crow. They made a of reference, and I've heard it out in the public too, that the number of prison beds that they propose building is determined by the number of black boys that can't read at the fourth grade, at, at the fourth grade level. Is that true? Who's, who's building the prisons? Who's funding the prisons? It, no, it's regardless no, it's of who's thing. building the prison. It's the no, number it of beds that they it's say it's that they need. Okay, but that does not mean Is that true? It's always it's always the root to the problem. I can't sit here and say, Okay, just because it's a bunch of single parent women I mean parent kids out there that it's a it's a high um, uh, 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 level of um, um ignorancy and uh, 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 lower education. But let me but I, see I, here's the thing. Here's the no, thing, no, sir. No, Hang no, on no, for no. just a second, please. Let's let's let me out. Until you are willing to admit to the problem. Until you are willing to admit to the reality, it will continue unabated. We can't right. admit it. I came well, up see, with two parents you- and a grand for real grandparent. My grandparent was not 35 years old. Okay. That has a lot to do with the respect for authority that we see in society today. Because of uh, the two-parent home? Because there is no authority. I've been in barbershops when a young black woman came in and asked the men, could you help me with my 13-year-old? I think I'm going to lose him to the streets. Now, that's not just one incident. Mike Wallace with 60 Minutes done a documentary on schools in Detroit. It's called Mm -hmm. A National Disgrace. You can see it on YouTube today. And look at the background of the young people that's in their school. Look at the background of the black males in prison. They dropped out of high school, and the majority of them come from a single-family household. Now, does that relate to the crime they've done? No. But it's one data point that when it's measured and taken— it seems to always predominantly come up with those facts. Can't read, dropped out of school, single-family household. Now, the thing about it is 
that's one take on it. I see a lot of blacks reading, educating, becoming becoming these in these in these great positions. So those are the ones we're not talking about. I have a daughter of mine that's a a a, a, a head nurse. Um, they not. We can't talk about it. We can't so, use our own selves as a measurement of the general no, population. Of course, but uh, but the re- uh, uh, reason why I threw that in just to say that, okay, they, they, that story. Um, there are people that are are doing what they need to do. And so, because me, I'm not. You're not gonna charge me for what another black person did. I don't know that black person, and if I did know, it didn't have nothing to do with me. Like, uh, the all right, then why, why do because, why do they use no, the no, term no, no, "we" on, all no, the time? No, the reason the no the reason why I say you cannot do that to me. Uh, yeah, well, we're not talking about I, you. We're talking about the no, general we, population no, 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 of blacks. No, we we are talking <laughs> we're talking about generation of blacks. But we are talking about ourselves as well. This, you know. Well, I can't use know, myself. I can't use myself as an example because it's, it, it's it's I'm not common. I can't use it. You know, I pay for my children's education to university okay. out of my pocket. Vast right. majority of black people can't do that. I erected structures, still okay. office buildings, and bridges. Vast majority of black people don't do that. So I cannot use myself as an example. It's just like the Cosby, where you had two doctors in the family on the Cosby show. The vast majority can't relate to that of black people. Not even white people can relate to it. So you have to look at your subject group. You're talking about blacks. Then you have to look at the category that you are measuring them in. You're putting all blacks in the same category when you say that. We're not. You We're using a general population. We're looking at the general population. The subject group is blacks. The general population right. that falls in these areas, like incarceration, like mm-hmm. uh, with a bachelor's degree, with a master's degree, with a doctorate degree, engineers, doctors. You measure the the number of this particular ethnic group that's present in these categories. Right. But you don't the the the, the like I was saying with that. I'm me myself. I can't personally say because I mean they used to throw that. They they keep using that as a as a as a as a crutch. Well, I grew up with a one parent home. Well, my dad wasn't there for me. That don't stop. It only stops certain individuals. And if you fall in that line, in that category, then that's what's going to happen to you. And the reason why I said, when I was telling you about uh, in California, you have multi-different people. It's not like, okay, it's one neighborhood. And it's yeah, but we're not talking people. about them. We're talking about black people. No, no. I know we're you talking about that, but when I'm You can't put to, them no, in the mix. The reason why, listen, 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 brother, listen. When I said black lives matter, but do they matter to black people? I wasn't just asking that question to black people. I had to ask that question to all people. How do white people? We have a white. We have a. a, 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 a we have an Italian, Hawaiian on on here. So she has a different outlook. Now, well, I understand, but you I can't ask the, Nigerians neither. Nigerians are black. Nigerians yeah, have the not, highest no, no, educational. Nigerian, no, 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 no. 
because I'm 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 from I'm I'm part Nigerian. No, they're not black like that. Well, I am too. Nigerian, My name is Bankole. My name is Ben Coley. No, okay, so, I'm from the I'm from Odu State. Now let me say this: my my real so actually Odu State in the Sudan. But li- I'm telling black? you the facts. Now listen, hang on. Nigerians have the highest educational attainment than any other immigrant group. They have a higher right. household okay. income than even whites do. That's a fact. Right. I, yep. I know a couple, a few of them. Right. They. They families when they come to this country, they they strictly going to a university. Even to first and second generation. Right, right. Now, in other words, one is uh, born here. We um we we up to we down to seven minutes, so I I, I will have yeah. to. Yeah, I'm gonna have to leave. But it was a nice conversation. Huh? We didn't get to all the things of the reason why I come out voted for Donald Trump. And being able to ask you, uh, did no, you no, agree no, with him? But maybe next time. No, he come back on, um, and 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 I respect I respect your uh, choice on him because, like I told, like I was telling my girl, I said, don't whoever's in charge, whoever in the office, ultimately we want them to do their job. That's it. We want them to do their job. We're not really there to. Well, like you really them, want them to do the things there. you sent them there for. That's. See, businesses control yeah, politicians. Right. People just vote. Right. A business will buy right. your politician that you voted for right from under your feet because they the one right. that fund them. People usually right. generally don't fund politicians for various reasons. All they do is vote. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm gonna see you next right. time. All right, brother. Right. Right. Bye bye. Bye bye. <laughs> We've been talking with you. Thank you for taking my call. And I'm Latina. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. I don't. I'm. I'm gonna have all my my Latino friends like, what are you doing? I'm like, yo, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't. Well, I'm it can sorry. be. It, I can be confusing because yeah. this is the way I speak. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I it's do. Well, like I wanted to say, to like I say to people listening, you know, I I, I came, up, I, mean, I thought about this, and I said, let me do a show. Pound Black Lives Matter, but do they matter to Black people? And we had a good discussion. I mean, and um, you know, I wanted to, I wanted to know people's opinion on that because you know, um, in my, like I said, I only got about five minutes to go, but uh, we got to do better. I can't, we cannot as people be begging the white man or whoever to come and help us. We have to go do, go out there and do it ourselves. We got to get out there and get it going. And um, we just have to come together. If it, if, if it, if it, um, it's going to be tough, but it's doable. It's doable. You know, and you know, just like what you were saying to me, you have to get out there and get it. You can't, you can't play the blame card. And I, 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 I want that to get into people's brain. To you can't be blaming other people for your situation, for what you, what you are in. You put yourself in. You make your own decisions. And we have to be better. We have to be better leaders, and we have to be. Uh, better folks and like the brother said we have to be better parents to these kids because they if they are the future 
and we're not raising them right, then what future are we raising? We already see the the chaos, things that's going on in the city right now, and then out there in the, in the United States and the world and across across. So there are issues that need to be tackled. Um, I would like to thank everybody for being a part of the show. Um, can I get your name again, ma'am? Suzette. You said Suzette. Uh, Suzette. Suzette. Thank you for mm-hmm. calling, Suzette. Mm-hmm. Make sure, make sure, make sure you follow us. You keep, you keep following us, and go to our website, uh, com. We have our own clothing store called FastNoClothingShop.com. Got all your latest designs. And nice. if y'all out there, y'all need advertisement. Hit your boy up. My email is mrillfresh76 at gmail.com. That's mrillfresh76 at gmail.com. Hope everybody is uh, practicing safe practices, washing their hands, and and keeping themselves safe. And try to try to keep positive energy out there. There's and so the much IE. negative energy. That's right. And the IE. <laughs> much love to my IE family. Um, when um, when this stuff dies down. I'm gonna try to do like a live setting and have you know have it come out with people and give away some um you know give away uh shirts and stuff like that and and we're gonna just do a show so hope to uh, see you yeah, there. Yeah, that would be fun. Uh, I appreciate your conversation. I appreciate the brother conversation, a fellow Nigerian. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm not a full Nigerian, so let's not go into that. You know what I'm saying? But um, <laughs> shout out to all my Nigerians. You know what I'm saying? But uh, uh, the brother had a lot Thank of great you. points. The brother had a lot of great points, and I respected his uh, his points and his cause. And 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 he gave me an insight more on conservatives, you know, black conservatives, mm-hmm. what they think and mm-hmm. how they look at things. So well, I appreciate uh, we all of you. I appreciate like the gentleman, and I appreciate you. Thank you, and have a wonderful evening. Good night. You too. Bye bye. We out of here, man. We out of here. Much love and, and peace and love. And um, make sure y'all stay safe out there. This your boy Illustrator, a.k.a. the Ill Reaper. They say, why that? Because we killing all whack stuff. You know what I'm saying? A.k.a. slap your favorite rapper. And right now we just slapped around, we slapped around a little bit of uh, uh, social and politics and talking to the people. Thank y'all, and y'all have a blessed day. First Fan West Radio, shout out to Kill Greasy, we live from the murder to the murderville, DJ Chuck Massacre, Certified Trappers, Volume 1, we in the building, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? What up, world? This is Grammy Music Producer Ryan Ghost Bowser, rocking it out with First Fam West Radio, and your man's Mr. Illustrator, and on the ones and twos, we got Crazy D, spin that, man. Catch him wearing the dress. You know you about to die if you take it from my ass. That's like what the fuck I'm supposed to do.
and now screaming what's word And it's easy for me to have my niggas clap at your beats My pain niggas leave them niggas get it for free Yeah, and I'm all about the money, you can keep the fame Cause nothing was the same when I came and did it with Dirty Gang Yeah, and this right here is a game changer Cause 